1: all right, Lopez is looking forward to free agency. He's kind of crapping on the draft uh, along the way. Come and on, I, I really don't. You know, I'm, I'm excited for free agency, too. I just don't know why you have to crap on the draft. Crapping on the draft or giving you facts? Mm. CJ, I don't know. I mean, hashtag fact. Is that what you're going to do? Real talk? You're going to put real, real talk, talk in front of it? Yeah. Uh, so, John Lopez is more excited about free agency than the draft. We'll get into the CJ Stroud uh, internet story coming up uh Shortly, but uh, J Lo, lay out your case for why free agency is so much more exciting than the draft for you this year,
3: right? Uh, this year, it's it's more exciting, uh, and I think the, the the biggest reason is let's look at let's look first at what the Texans have in the draft: uh, the number twenty three pick, the number fifty nine pick, and the number eighty six pick. Mm-hmm. We're not. Playing in the on the same field that, that, that the Texans were playing on last year, like like that that, that twenty three is you can get a really good player, you can also absolutely bust. Uh, and let me go year by year uh, on this. I'm going to go back five years on those picks alone. Now some of these names are going to sound pretty familiar. In fact, I'll start with 2019. But you might want to get a drop or two ready for this. 2019.
1: Oh wow. The, you're, just, you're just instructing him on the air like that. What I said might.
3: I said might. Lord, man. I said might.
1: Jeez. So hey, Ben, can you play this? <laughs> I think it's cut number All right,
3: whatever. <laughs> uh let's go to twenty nineteen. You know ben, the, get the sound already. <laughs> you're awful. You know who the number twenty three overall pick now like, keep in mind, this is the pick the Texans have this year, twenty three overall. Yeah, twenty three.
1: So you're going to name the crappy number 23 overall no, no, picks? No, no, no,
3: no, 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 I'm going to name all these picks, 23, 59, and 86 over the last five years. Okay. In the NFL. Okay. Just to give you a little template for what we're expecting here and why it's not as important as, as free agency. All right. Number 23 overall pick in 2019? Yeah. To the Houston Texans, coincidentally. Oh, my God. Titus Howard. Yeah.
1: He's been all right. He's been all right. They could have had Josh Jacobs. <laughs> he's been all
0: right? They could have had Josh Jacobs. He hasn't been all right.
1: Uh, you don't think so? You don't think he's been all right? At best.
0: He's been all right enough to get paid. Yeah. That's the top a- five
1: highest paid right tackle in the league you're talking about there, sir. All right. Well, as I'm giving you these names, I want you to tell me
3: if you think they were a hit, like they hit on that pick, or no. Okay. Did you hit on Titus Howard? I guess. That's not an answer. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Not really. Not really. Not really. Okay, not really. The number 59 overall pick was Paris Campbell.
1: Okay. Meh.
3: The number 86 overall pick in 2019, 2019, Kahali Waring went to the Houston Texans. God.
2: He
1: sucked.
3: He sucked. Have
2: any of you actually ever seen a water polo
1: game?
3: Yeah, that guy. He was bad. All right, let's go to 2020. Number 23 overall to the L.A. Chargers, then San Diego, I believe. Uh, linebacker Kenneth Murray. He's been good. Yeah, he's all right. No, he's been, he's been solid. I would say you hit on that one. Solid? Yeah. Number 59 overall, Denzel Mims, wide receiver. Bust. Bust. Number 86 overall, running back Zach Moss. Not good until this past year. He's been all right. Not good until this past all right. year.
0: He's been all right. Okay, this year kind of wiped the slate,
1: didn't
3: it? Yeah, this year was his good year. Yeah, but I think he was—he got like two hundred and fifty-nine yards or something. Yeah. So the year. draft
1: is a crapshoot, but you can also hit pretty big. But let's count. I got more. Yeah, but you're using the specifics. We could see the, the guys that yes, went after him. But you, you what about
3: the guys that went after him? There's
1: some guy. There was opportunity. But there. what I'm
3: saying is, just as an example, they got twenty-three fifty-nine and eighty-six. These are the twenty-three fifty-nine and eighty-six picks. My point is, if you think, oh well, let's get a. Let's get the next Mike Evans at 23. Sure, cool, love to. Let's get the next uh, whatever at 56. No, I'm giving you names here. It doesn't work that way. In fact, overall, you know, uh, they're hitting about 20% in my view. Now, maybe you'll disagree. Let me give you some more names here. Um, In, in 2021, number 23 overall, offensive tackle Christian Derisaw. Who I didn't really know, and that's all you need to say. And he and I looked up his numbers and starts and all that. And he was he's mid, as, as people like to say. Um, number, Why are you doing this? Because I'm illustrating. You can't. The, the, but dr-
1: there's picks after that were good.
3: But that's not there's opportunity. I don't think you're understanding what I'm saying. Is they have twenty three fifty nine and eighty six. Let's look at twenty three fifty nine and eighty six the last five years. You can talk about what's before and what's after all you want. All I'm saying is, with those picks, these are the hits and and misses there. And that's why free agency, to me, is more important. But there's been free
1: agency misses, too.
3: Of course. But I think it's more of a sure thing when you're evaluating, and especially if you spend the money. Um, 2021, number 86 overall was guard Wyatt Davis. He's out of the league. He's out of the league. 59 uh, was Terrace Marshall. 19 catches in his third year.
1: Yeah, disappointment. Uh,
3: 2022, we're getting into more recent times. Kair Elam Elam was number 23. He played in three games last year. Okay. Ed Ingram, good pick. Yeah, I mean, decent. Uh went 59 to Minnesota. Number 86, Malik Willis, was 86 overall in 2022.
1: Yeah, he's not good.
3: Yes. 2023, Jordan Addison. Good pick. <laughs> you can meet Jordan Addison this year. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. All right. Uh, All right. 59. Was a guard Osiris
1: Torrance? Okay, not familiar with his work, but doing okay. nothing.
3: Uh, linebacker last year, eighty-six overall. Trenton Simpson. Okay, nothing. So here's so I, according to what I think are hits or misses, you're hitting at twenty percent of these players. Twenty percent
1: hit. Yeah, rate. that's a draft. It, it, it it's it's a crapshoot. It is a so crap can free shoot. agency be. So that's why free agency is more important. But this is what I would present to you. Mm-hmm. Look what they did last year in the draft. Did a hell of a job. They yeah, found, they had two and three. Yeah, they but they found <laughs> but they found Tank Dell. They did. They found Jordan Patterson. Yeah. They they got Juice Scruggs. Jared Patterson. Jared Patterson. Yeah. What did I say? Jordan. Jordan. Oh, I was talking about Jordan. What Jared Patterson. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so they they hit late in the draft. Like even when even when the odds were against them, they got perhaps two starting offensive linemen. They got. A wide receiver who we were very excited about, who was producing a top fifteen level before he got hurt. So, uh, I, I think Nick can make it work. You're you're reading Bill O'Brien draft picks. No, it's across the NFL. It's teams no, no, from all no, over. But the- I'm talking about like the Titus Howard and Collie wearing. Well, sure. Yeah, he was a moron.
3: Yeah, he, he was. God. But they're not morons in in uh, in L.A. and some of these other places that we've talked about. All I'm saying is. If you're saying these these exact picks the last five years, you have a 20% hit rate, give me free agency with this team. Give okay. me free agency. I'll take both. Well, you're going to have both. I'll take both. But in terms of why it's more important to me, that's why the the, the free agency is more, more important. The other thing about the
1: Titus Howard pick is you really had like a glaring need. Mm-hmm. Offensive line was like a glaring need. It was. I don't know that they have a glaring need right now. No, they don't. So they can... Be a little bit more flexible.
3: Yeah. But I think we're overvaluing, like, the va- and, and the trade by by default, kind of everybody, no matter who the pick is, you get excited about it. I'm sure they were excited about, you know.
1: Oh, you get excited about all your draft picks yeah, in some way, yeah. shape, or form. Yeah, you're or always, you get
3: ticked. You immediately, you know, have visions of them, you know, becoming a pro bowler. Uh, whether it's, you know, Wyatt Davis or, or Jordan Addison, you know. Uh, and my point is... Let's take a step back and realize the hit rate on these picks, these particular picks that the Texans have, is not that high. Like, but, even even Nick Casario, with all his resources and his track record, misses, could miss on these.
1: But building in the draft is more realistic than free agency, though. Correct. And right? I think they've done that. Yeah. So, yeah. if we're looking at like the core of the squad, like look at the Chiefs, look at the 49ers, like they drafted the majority of their core. So that's mm-hmm. like if you want to get to that level, the draft is the way in which to do. Yeah, it. and
3: I think the Texans have done that. I mean with with CJ and Will and and Tank Dell and all that. What I'm saying is like the Texans are no longer in the business of well if it hits it hits if if it if it doesn't we'll we'll get another guy to build on. No, they're in the they're in the business of last pieces. Like if you're drafting 23 overall and you're looking for a final piece, you got to be really good and really lucky. You know, a piece that's going to get you over the top. A wide receiver to complement these guys, a running back that's going to complement Devin Singletary if you resign him. You, that that's that's hope. That's just mostly hope that it works. Whereas in free agency, I think you have a better odd, better odds.
1: Man, I'm I'm just excited about the possibilities here. I didn't think we'd be where we're at right now. I didn't think I didn't think we'd be where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. Think, at right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, franchise tag day tomorrow. Uh, Jeremy Fowler is reporting kind of that. Uh, <laughs> he he never really he never really has the uh the exact report but it seems like Baltimore's a heavy favorite to land Derrick Henry. Uh, from the Tennessee Titans to the Ravens, there was I think there was a near trade with Baltimore last year is what Jeremy Fowler's saying. So you talk about Derrick Henry and how much success he's had against the Texans in recent years. You look at the Texans last game against Baltimore. It looks like Derrick Henry could could be heading towards Baltimore. How does that make you feel? Amazingly, not too bad
3: because I have other expectations for what this team can do at running back position. I would have taken – well, if this happens, obviously. uh, I would have taken Derrick Henry in a heartbeat and been excited about it, but he was never my first choice. You know that. I I think it's going to fall off, Uh, and I I, I thought it was this past season. It maybe kind of, sort of, a little bit did, but not really. Um, I think it's going to fall off. Give me Josh Jacobs. Give me Saquon Barkley.
1: One of them. Man, I'm going to be real disappointed if both those guys get tagged.
3: Yeah, Saquon is uh, trending, it seems like. I don't think they're going to
1: tag him. Yeah, that's what they're reporting. That just seems a little crazy to me. If they tag
0: him, he ain't going to play for them unless they give him a big contract.
1: Yeah. Well, they already supposedly have a line in the sand three years, 19 or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, he ain't playing for
3: them. If he gets tagged, he's going to be like Luca in the all-star game. Just,
1: I didn't even want, what does that mean? Dude, You're acting like everybody watched that. What does that mean? Okay. That's going to be one of my confessions yeah, in a few what
3: minutes. What is that? Uh, it, 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 let's just say, let's just say it was mailed in times a hundred. Like
0: him at the all-star game, playing in the game, everything. All I
3: just mentioned his name, but they were all just like, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Cause I, I, I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted with the all-star game. What have they done with hot take? What have they done with our NBA? Hot take. But it's not a hot take. In fact, that's part of my confession.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Call from mom. Answer it. Call
2: silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
1: You have 47 new voicemails.
2: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
3: I'll give it to you right now. I got. Yeah, just get it out of the way. I got got other confessions.
1: Get it out of the way, John.
3: We know the NBA is a horrible product. We know the All-Star Game is a horrible product. Let me ask you both this this question. Because my answer is zero. I didn't have a single person text, have a conversation with me, or even mention the NBA All-Star Game or the All-Star Weekend all weekend long. Like zero. No, No one mentioned it, talked about it, referenced it, nothing. Yeah. Dude. That is not a sign. That means you're not dying. That means John, you're, you're
1: dead. But I don't. You're no, dead. Don't make it about the All Star Game, though. Like I think the All Star Game can be a confirmation. The league as a whole sucks.
3: No, no. But but what like I'm that's saying, the thing. Like yeah. I
1: feel like Adam Silver's almost getting like a break because now it's like, what are we going to do about the All Star Game? Your league's awful. No, no, no. There's no resuscitating
3: it. That's my. That's that's my point. It's dead, guys. This was it's. The NBA's dead. Like here, yes. here
1: and it's sad because that's my that's my favorite league as a kid. Like I keep hearing, well, they're they're trying to get the young kids. Man, they've had young kids since I've been born. Like every millennial in the world, the NBA had it. So acting like that's new, like it's one thing for baseball to say we're gonna get the young kids. The NBA had it. They ruined it with yeah. the at the the player empowerment that is out of control. The Adam Silver just is a complete dope. But this was my most enlightening thing. This is where I saw the light. And, I, and I'm bringing this back to NFL free agency, C.J. Stroud and all that. There was buildup for Micah Parsons versus C.J. Stroud. Not just here, mm-hmm. but everywhere. To the point where in that celebrity game, they were interviewing both of them before and they were talking their trash. The podcast went viral. I think it had a million hits. There were, like, talks about them back and forth, what they were yeah. going to do to each other. And I watched the whole game. Oh, God, did you? I watched the whole game. I watched Micah Parsons versus C.J. Stroud. I watched them hoop. I checked in. That's about it. You know what I did after that game? What? When the real hoopers came out there to play? Changed the channel. I changed the channel. Yeah. The the NBA is in such a place that I was excited to watch a basketball game. I was excited to watch Micah Parsons, Puka Nakua, and C.J. Stroud hoop. I was more excited about watching NFL players hoop than I was the Celebrity All-Star game. That is a bad sign, and I wasn't alone. Here is the other thing. This mm-hmm. is this is where it gets real pathetic for that league, and why the NFL offseason is just running circles around it. Yeah, dude. The NBA All Star Saturday Night used to be like a. It used to be a pizza party event, like that. Like when you are a kid growing up, you are having a pizza party. You are watching NBA All Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. Those idiots needed. A WNBA player to shoot against your best player, as that was the main attraction. Mm -hmm. And then shortly after that, in the dunk contest, a G League guy won it for the second straight year. And he wasn't the only G League guy in the contest. Mm -hmm. That's pathetic. That's absolutely... Just think about that. A WNBA player... And a G League guy yeah. were your main attractions. And oh by the way, why are you having Steph Curry shoot against a WNBA girl? Like I'm not she's great. I'm not I'm not taking anything away from her. She seems fantastic. She seems like a nice girl. She's she she's obviously got a shot. If he loses to her, what is that doing for your league? Our best shooter lost to a WNBA player on the on the on the biggest spotlight. Like what what idiot thinks that that's even a good idea? She outscored the guys in the regular
3: NBA three point. Yeah, but yeah, what yeah, are yeah, you accomplishing from I that? I think it was more it was more of a novelty. Get some eyes on the TV. Which by the way, that'll be another confession. But let me just say this: If you don't think the NBA is dead, let me uh, refer you to twelve year old John P. Lopez growing up. My two favorite sports, and it was not
1: close. No, NBA was my favorite league and by it was, far it, it, it growing was, up. It was not close. By
3: far. Was Muhammad Ali, so anything in heavyweight boxing, and the NBA slash ABA. If you don't think the NBA is dead, let me re- reference you to boxing, because boxing's dead. If you don't think the NBA can die, let me reference you to my two favorite sports. They're both dead now. They're dead. It's gone. The NBA is it, it's not going to come
1: back and it's not it's not as simple as the All-Star game. Like it's yeah. it's it is I, I, it's actually it's actually pretty sad. Yes. It's actually pretty sad. Oh, it'll never happen. It happened. Yeah. To boxing. And it uh, could happen and, to the NBA. And I, and like LeBron's been like an all-time great but he's not good for this league. Like you think about it. Like name all the all-time greats. Like just just go through like the eras. Like go through the eras mm-hmm. of of my lifetime. He's the only all-time great that didn't compete in the dunk contest. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I saw Kobe win it. I remember where I was. I was with my friend Sean Burke. As, as, as far as you want, MJ, Dominique, yeah. like he started this. Yeah. And I'm watching some honky G League guy win his second straight dunk contest. Mm-hmm. He's up there with like the Harold Miners, the MJs, yeah. the Dominiques. This weasel who has looks like a poor man's version of the Professor. I'm turning on NBA. I'm I'm sitting at a bar watching NBA All Star Weekend, and this this guy's winning dunk contest. That's a
3: disgrace. Did anyone text you or? Con- you know, have a conversation with you about the All
0: Star Weekend. No, and anyone, C- Figgy, nah, and nobody. The, and I watched no minute of it, man. The nobody. C- look at you. And, and you. And usually, when you on social media and you see people talking about it, you be like, "Oh man, I'm missing something." It really it wasn't even
3: on social media. I mean, there no. were some pockets. The only thing I kept yeah. seeing
0: on social media was how bad it was. The yeah. best one was C- C.J. and Micah Parsons. They
1: they they li- they were literally the main attraction. Yeah. And that's not even locally like that. That's national. That's what happened. It's sad. It's absolutely. Oh, it's incredibly sad. sad. No, it's terrible.
3: And but I, I would have been one of the people that that said oh, the NBA is never going to die. It's always going to thrive. I thought the same thing about boxing. So that that's why I made that reference to the young me, because it's it can happen. Not only can it happen, it's happened. Yeah, it's done. It's
1: done. Yeah, there's nothing they can yeah, do.
3: Yeah, but- I was really I'm, I'm 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 partially sad, partially angry, like what Adam Silver and others have done to this league. Like, it, 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 it's a beautiful, beautiful sport that I just grew up on. Oh, around. a G League guy? Yeah. it's
1: it's Like, what, what are we doing? And then
3: the, the contrived game. Can he not
1: make the team? I don't know. I guess he's doing good in the That's, G League, they said. They man. put his stats up there. I guess he's trying to get a chance. That's, That's a rough look, man. This Somebody court. that can't
0: even make an M- yes. NBA team. Yeah. Outshine
1: in the NBA. And then everybody's making fun of Jalen Brown for looking back. At least his ass was out there. Oh, I, I, that's, yeah. that's exactly yeah, what, what I was saying. At least his ass thinking. was out there. you yes. are more worried about people talking about you on social media. I, I mean, it was goofy, yeah. but at least his ass was out there. Yeah,
0: and that's exactly why these superstars don't participate.
1: Yes. But that's
3: dumb. That, that's part of the reason. That, that That's part of the reason. Jalen
1: Brown going to go back out there now? Hell no.
3: But good for him, that though. light-up court,
1: he was out there. Yeah.